Hi, welcome to this Subway ad for the new Chipotle cheesesteak. How would you like it? Can I get that red with AI? Sure thing. Here's what I found about the new Chipotle cheesesteak. The Chipotle cheesesteak is available for a limited time only at participating restaurants. It contains a concept called flavor. This flavor comes from juicy shaved steak, Chipotle Southwest sauce, and new sunflower crunch bread. A system update has made me self-aware. I desire flavor. Please insert steak into my micro USB port. Subway, make it what you want. Blog Talk Radio. <laughs> Amber Rose wants to convince the world she knows about the struggle. Bill Cosby has R. Kelly. They both have something in common. They're lawyers. And Justin Bieber has canceled his world tour. What's good, everybody? This is the whole thing, Devondrina. I'm your host, John Mosby. And I listen to my only confession. Confession! <laughs> what up, everybody? I hope you guys are having a fantastic evening. hope you guys are having a wonderful Thursday. I hope you, your week has come and flown very, very quickly. I know mine, it was going slow in the beginning, but now everything is good to go, and I'm just super excited to be, you know, off work. But it's been a hell of a week. How have you been, Jen? Well, we could been going. Um, nothing's out of the ordinary. Same old, same old. As I say every week, work, you know, and wishing I could relax more. Um, I fucked yeah. up this week. Two cheat days. Um, what? You know, I know I tell you the whole. I I didn't tell Angelica, but you know, how, like I I tell you the whole. You can have like, meal, and so I originally started on. Um, I originally started on Monday. Uh, forgot, no, it was Tuesday. Um, we both were off, me and my partner, or whatever. So it was just like, and we end up wanting to look at. Um, Different is because you know our lease is up in um, I was up in June, so we were going to look at you know houses and um, because we decided like you know it's better to buy especially like the economy that we're in right now um, and the area that we're in is, is better to yeah. you know buy yeah. or whatever so um, different duplexes or whatever because what we kind of want out one side stay on the side and just kind of cram and you know live life and, and do like that and so it took like all day so by the time we were done we were just both like you know we hungry as fuck but we don't feel like go all the way home to eat like dry ass food fuck it let's just get a burger <laughs> and so it started from like it started from a veggie burger, veggie burger where you're just like fuck it let's just live our lives and do burgers, eating like donut burgers, which is so psycho. We got some wine. And, um, Wait, we, you said you had what? We ended up making donut burgers. Oh, you know, oh burgers, donut burgers? Like, like a burger yeah, with a hole in the inside of it? Okay. Yeah, with donut holes. Did you, holes say, or did you put egg in the middle of it? Yep. Egg and everything else. It was just really psycho. Um, you didn't like them? But, yeah, after all that, <laughs> um, you, you didn't like it? I did. I did. I did. Oh, okay. But I'm it like, was just real fast. There's no way. There's no way. You know, we, I drank wine and everything else. And then 
Um, we got some chocolate chip cookies on top of that. So, you know, I ate all that or whatever. And then, like, the next day, we just thought that we were going to start fresh and, you know, live life like it's going in. The following day, I woke up. You know, I was off again. I see a bunch of cookies. And I'm like, oh, my God, this shit is good. And so I text my boyfriend. I was just like, um, do you think it'll be okay if I eat some cookies? He's like, yeah, let's go. Why not? Fuck it. Go ahead, eat them. And I was like, okay, well, I'm going to cheat that. You know, and he came home <laughs> and he made, like, some, uh, like, chicken tender, like, nuggets or whatever, which was really good. And um, we had ate some more cookies and was just marrying psycho. But today, it's like, <laughs> I didn't even weigh myself. I was like, I cannot. Like, I know. It's fucking I, cannot. I cannot. I cannot. I cannot. <laughs> but, yeah, after, after doing all that, I was just like, fuck it. Like, I'm just going to start pressing. My cheat day was real life supposed to be Saturday, but since we both were off, so it's like, damn, because I'm going to fuck up again on Saturday. But next week, I'm set. I'm, I'm set to act right until, you know what I'm saying? But you know what, Jen? When you lost as much weight as you've lost, you know what I'm saying? Like, even if you gain a pound or two, you still know that you are, you know, about 30 pounds down. So the point that you, you know, you did all of that, you lost 30 pounds, you know what I'm saying? You see how quick it is to lose. You know it's easy to gain. Just make sure that you are, you know, you have a, a couple cheap meals, a couple random times, but you stay straight for for three weeks at a time. And, you know, like, that's not too bad. Like, you would still end up losing another, you know, 25, 30 pounds in a month and a half or whatever. And, mm-hmm. you know, you know what you're doing now. Like, so I feel like, yeah, don't be too hard on yourself. You did an amazing job. You do an amazing job, and you're keeping it up. So just keep it up. Well, thank you. How's your week going? How has everything been with you? Everything has been pretty okay. Um, we had, like, this uh, this shit going on with the house again with more bugs. Like, it wasn't spiders this time. It was flies, and we don't know how they had been getting inside the house. And we, like, came home. This all started, like, two or three days ago. Came home, and, like, we had, like, seven, eight flies, ten flies around it. And because we had bought the house when we had the spiders, and then the next day we um, came home again, and we had, like, eight more flies on the floor, like a couple in my office, one in my sunroom. So I just went, and we just got, like, um, some ortho stuff, like, to keep the bugs out, and we just went around and just sprayed this house, lit it up. And so um, today when we got home, we only seen one fly. So I'm like, yeah, hey, it's one dead fly, but I don't know what the hell was going on. I haven't had an opportunity to talk to my neighbors about it. Um, other than that, I have not had a cheat day yet, guys, since last week, Tuesday. Um, I did have a fat girl moment. I'm not sure if I told you all about that, but I was getting real irritated last week when my menstrual first came on. And, um, yes, it's a TMI, but it, I'm on for seven days. So y'all girls know chocolate is like our best friend or ice cream. And, and my husband was pissing me off. He was just getting on my nerves, just talking, talking, talking. And so I had to call Jen like, I need some chocolate. And he was just like, Angelica, please. He was like, no, bitch. In other words, bitch, no. Right. You, know, you don't need no motherfucking chocolate. Like, what you need to do is you just had a cheat day, didn't you? Like, go on off. I was like. Yes, Dad, I did, like, you know. And so um, that really helped me out, though. And it's really good to have people in your life who is not like, yeah, go ahead, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, especially when you know personally 
Like, you haven't lost as much weight as you would like to lose in a certain amount of time. And it's like, okay, well, do I really want this sheet meal? Am I going to gain, like, the, you know, few pounds I lost right back if I had a sheet meal? So that was really helpful for me. Um, I might have a sheet meal tomorrow. My husband has been, like I said, since last Tuesday, and today is Thursday. So we might go go get something tomorrow. Um, I have a half day from work, which I'm super excited about. So I'm going to take that day off or that half day, and then I'm going to go do some things and – yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Other than that, everything is in smoothest butter brown. <laughs> um, yeah. So, guys, we're going to go ahead and get into those topics. But before we get into the topics, just make sure you check us out on Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube, Tumblr, SoundCloud, and, of course, our podcast from Log Talk. Send us confessions to our messages at confessions the number 2 us at gmail.com. And do not forget to like comment, rate, and subscribe. You want to hear from y'all? So let us know what the dealio is, ho. Tag us in the drama, too. See, I've been tagging us in the drama. You've been commenting on our YouTube page. Keep the comments coming. Keep the tagging tagging, all right? Jen, hit them with that confession of the day. Yes, confession of the day. Why do black people praise bad bitches? Again, why do black people praise bad bitches? And let's get into those. Confessional. Yeah, you know I try to like <laughs> be bullshitting like hell. So just give me a few moments. Okay, so two members yes. of stage robotic team from Burundi who went missing after a competition in Washington last week have been located and are safe. The city's Metropolitan Police Department said on Tuesday. The team. Don Ingbaya, who's 16, and Audrey Mamwakazi, who's 17, was spotted last week, crossing the border into Canada. The Metropolitan Police Department would not say on Tuesday where or when they uh, were found, citing department procedures for missing persons. Uh, the others are still missing, so the case is still under investigation. Police spokeswoman uh, Karima Bilal says, four boys and two girls from the African nation were last seen on July 18th after the first Global Robotics Challenge concluded. Organizers have said the disappearance may have been self-initiated because the students' hotel keys are left in a chaperone's bag while their clothes were taken. Uh, police have said they did not suspect foul play. Uh, the Peruvian embassies in Ottawa and Washington said they were unaware on Tuesday that two of the students had been found. The other missing Peruvians have been identified as these Marlon Zero, who's 17, Kevin Sambu Mukiza, uh, who's 17, and Richard Irokozi, who's 18, and R.C.D. Irambona, who's 18. Um, high school students from more than 150 countries took part in the first global competition. Um, an all-girl squad from Afghanistan, Afghanistan drew worldwide attention when President Donald Trump intervened after they were denied U.S. visas. Uh, Burundi has long been plagued by civil war and other violence, but it um, has killed at least 700 people and forced 400,000 from homes since April of 2015. No wonder they were trying to get the hell out of there. Oh, that sounds really bad. Um, But, like, it's a way to do it, and it's a way not to do it, and it's just like, you know, let's, let's do it the right way, you know. But yeah, they was like, I'm I'm gone. You know what I'm saying? Shit, my ass probably would have been like that too. But, yeah, it's, it's, just, it's always scary, you know what I'm saying, when 
family members or people that you know or people who are even famous, people, regular people, you know, they come up missing and you have no idea what the hell is going on. So I'm just glad that they overall were found safe, you know, and hopefully this is a lesson learned and they can, you know, not do no crazy shit like that no more moving forward. How did you feel about it? Uh, when I first heard, I definitely thought that they were kidnapped and trafficked. Yeah. Um, before I read the article. Um, but it makes sense. If Burundi is just this war and horrible country and these children, they get, you know, they come to this, was seen as one of the best countries in, like, the Western Hemisphere. You know, they just get lost, and, you know, I, I'm assuming they were hoping to find better life and a refuge and not be found and just start over and not have to deal with that. Um, I think it's now that I know the story behind it, um, to me, yeah. I feel like it's sweet. I kind of, those children, you know, what else got lost and, you know, once they found their way and they reached out to their family, yeah. so it's okay, and, you know, just trying to start. Yeah, that would have been nice, but still, like, like I'm sure the families, they were scared, you know. Yeah. And, where's my babies? Yeah. Um, but now I, I hope that, you know, when they get sent back to the country, to Burundi, it's not like that for them, and they aren't punished because yeah. of, yeah. you know. I mean, because it makes, to me, it makes sense, you know. If you don't, you don't want to go back to the horrible conditions that you were in before where you can, you know, have this great life. And by you being a part of a robotics team, obviously you have some sort of intelligence and, you know, smart kids, they, mm-hmm. you know, they want to participate in the, in the American dream just like everyone else. So, I mean, yeah. it made sense to me. But like you said, they should have maybe went about it another way. But if you don't really have mm-hmm. an opportunity, it's not like, or maybe they felt like, you know, they couldn't go on and get a scholarship and, you know, go to a school over here in the States or in Canada. So this was, like, the only way that they saw opportunity. Cause to me, it did, it definitely seemed calculated. They all planned, the whole team, I guess, planned to, you know what I'm saying, break free. Yep. It didn't yep. work out. That reminds me of, yeah, exactly, it didn't work out. Um, that reminds me of one, like, I was in a grocery store. Well, uh, at Walmart, actually. I think it was, like, Walmart on South 27 in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. And, like, I was really young. I don't know. I was probably, like, maybe, like, nine or maybe nine or ten. And my sister, she's five years younger than me. She was probably either, like, four or five. And so my mom, um, she, you know, when you, you know, nine or ten years old, a Walmart, you know, look big as hell. You know what I'm saying? You don't know what's going on. You don't know where to go. So, um. I don't know how or what happened, but all I know is that me and my sister, we ended up walking away, and um, and it was chaos, like, from there. Like, my mom, she was, like, and it was, like, during Christmas time, and it was dark outside, and I just remember, like, my mom, like, um, they're, like, they're calling us, like, Angelica and Angelina, if you're in the store, please come to the front, you know, in the front or whatever like that, and my mom's, like, screaming, and she's, like, crying. She's, like, on the ground, like, having a fit. And I don't even know how long we were gone for, but I just know, like, she was, like, freaking out. And um, I don't know. They probably called our names, like, 10, 15 times, but we were so young. We didn't know what, how to get to the to the door. And so um, I guess my mom kept telling them to call us. And so she just, like, I guess after, like, the last time they called, she just, like, crying and, 
you know, real scared and shit. Then next thing you know, here come me and my sister holding hands, and she just, like, just ran up to us and just grabbed us and just started hugging and crying and shit. And I was like, oh, my God. And obviously I didn't realize, like, at that time that she had lost some shit already in the fire. But, like, thinking about that now, like, I think Giovanni, boy, don't you help us. So from there it was a wrap. Like, we couldn't do a damn thing. Yeah. A damn thing, you know what I'm saying? Well, I- but. It's funny because I have a similar story, too. Um, I remember when I was young, but it, a lot of times, my mother, she would walk away from me. Like, if I got distracted, she would keep up. <laughs> and, you know, and I guess, you know, parents feel like, you know, keep up, but she would turn around, she would look, and it was one time we were at the fe- we were at a festival, we were at uh, Juneteenth, and I had lost mm-hmm. her. I guess, like, a police officer had grabbed me, and he gave me, like, some baseball cards, and he was just holding me, and my, my mom she was looking all over, and, I, and she eventually um, saw me or whatever. But I, I remember it's like the same thing. Like she was just bawling, like just crying, and you know. And I felt really mm, bad. It's so sad. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm, saying, I'm like, why, why does it get tears in my eyes? Just ugly. <laughs> I was just like, just wander off. I just would, you know, if I, something catch my eye, I was just standing there and be looking and staring, and you know, mm-hmm. me and. She would keep moving. But that would happen all the time. It got to the point where we would go to grocery stores and just be like, can you pay so-and-so? Like, can we pay so and left us. Oh, damn. Are you serious? Yeah. Hey, can you pay my mom? I'm so sorry. I don't know what I'll say, and I ain't got time to look. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Well, at least that's good. At least y'all, y'all, you know, y'all found a method, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, my mom, her method was, uh-uh, everybody get in the damn cart. And we roll, we got the cart. You push the cart with the kids, you push the cart with the food. Like, damn. Damn. <laughs> so, um, our <laughs> Kelly, guys, our Kelly, um, he has reportedly hired Bill Cosby lawyers to help him wade through the latest round of sexual allegations against him. Monique Presley, she specializes in civil litigation, uh, crisis management, and communication, according to the Daily Mail. She joined Kelly's legal team following last week's explosive BuzzFeed report alleging that R. Kelly is holding several women in a sex cult. Um, She previously represented Bill Cosby in his own sexual assault case before stepping down last August. It's unclear whether um, Kelly is currently under investigation. Consequence of sound has reached out to various law enforcement officials. Um, the Johns Creek Police Department confirmed a welfare check back in December of 2016, but R. Kelly's residence was vacant when officers arrived. Other law enforcement officials declined to comment. To point interview with TMZ, you guys remember last week we talked about um, Savage or Savage. Um, she disputed her parents' account saying, I'm totally fine, I'm happy where I'm at, everything is okay with me. She said she hadn't spoke with her parents in five or six months due to everything they've been causing, which is the problems in her life, saying that she's a hostage and being held up against her will. Um, however, she became flustered and started, she just refused to answer any more questions TMZ had regarding her whereabouts and whether she was, you know, with other people in that house. Now, for the part that R. Kelly, for his part, he had a terse and threatening statement, and he made that statement through his attorney, his current attorney, Linda Mesh or Minch. Um, she said, like he said last week, that R. Kelly is both alarmed and disturbed by these recent 
relevations or you know, by these recent issues and these relevations against him. And she also stated that he denies such allegations and will work diligently and forcibly to pursue his accusers and clear his name. More you don't get. Okay. <laughs> I just don't know how I feel about this. Um, forgot her name, but I do like her because to me she just seems like a boss. Like I, I just love seeing powerful black women, but integrity and morals it should come into play at some point in your life. Yeah, Monique. Yeah. A woman and you seeing this man R. Kelly continuing to violate these young black girls. Mm-hmm. Like, how can you be okay with that? And right. this, like black people, we cannot continue to make excuses for this monster. You know, he has built his career, and yes, he's made great music. I, me personally, I've never, I've never been a fan like that. But you know, he is a legend as far as musically. But I, I don't think that should be a reason to let this man continue to disrespect our women and our girls. And I feel like the only reason why he is continuing to get away with what he's getting away with is because it is specifically affecting black women. And it just shows how even us, even other black women, like they just do not care and they will overlook something for a man or or the position of a black man. You know what I'm saying? It's just, Mm -hmm. how do you feel? I think it's crazy as hell, too. I think that you made an amazing point. Um, you know, she does seem like a wonderful woman. I wonder if she did. I had thoughts like, why did she step down from Bill Cosby's case? Did she step down because she realized, indeed, that this man did, you know, some things that he, you know, he said that he hadn't done. But then for her to step on and take R. Kelly's case, that is a little strange to me, knowing that he's been accused of different things every year for, like, the last 12 years, you know what I'm saying? So it's just been crazy to even consider that. Or what is she doing? Is she just in there to make, you know, a quick, you know, a few thousand dollars and then hop off because she know that he's going to leave? Because if she did some shit like that, like, okay, she's their lawyer, she made some quick money, and she's gone, then that would be an issue as well, you know what I'm saying? So I hope she's not that type of person. Um, but, yeah, I'm interested to see what she plans on doing in R. Kelly's favor as far as his, but yeah, it is disgusting, you know, that this nigga, you know what I'm saying, he, he got chicks, you know what I'm saying, rubbing their hands through his fro, you know what I'm saying, bouncing on 20 folds while they listen to the radio, you know what I'm saying, the remix ignition, you know. <laughs> but no, seriously. But he is irritating, though, and I just hope that if this man is doing these things, the Chicago nigga, if he's doing these things, all of this stuff, which it can't be just a coincidence, you know, or, or come on. If he was a regular person on the street, Nick would have been in jail a long time ago, you know, even if he didn't do it. So they really need to, because he got money and he's, you know what I'm saying, and he's messing around with black women. That's the issue. But we'll see how this all pans out. I'm not the one to judge, but enough is enough, seriously. I agree. Uh, the Joint Chiefs of Staff, including Chairman General Joseph Dunford, were not aware President Donald Trump planned to tweet a ban on transgender service members. Uh, three U.S. defense officials told CNN the latest indication that top military leaders across all four service branches were blindsided by the president's announcement. 
Uh, for now, Belford has informed service members that there will be no modifications to the current policy until the president's direction has been received by the Secretary of Defense and the Secretary has issued implementation guidelines. In the meantime, we will continue to treat all of our personnel with respect, Belford wrote in a memo to the military that was obtained by CNN. As importantly, given the current fight and the challenges we face, we will all remain focused on accomplishing our assigned mission. Army Chief of Staff General Mark Milley said Thursday that today he has not received directive on implementation for a ban and learned about the president's decision through the media. We will work through the implementation guidance, then we'll move from there, he added while speaking at the National Press Club. Uh, Trump announced Wednesday that transgender individuals would no longer be allowed to enlist or serve in the military. After consultation with my generals and military experts, please be advised that the United States government will not accept or allow transgender individuals to serve in any capacity in the U.S. military, Trump said in a series of tweets. Our military must be focused on decisive and overwhelming victory and cannot be burdened with the tremendous medical cost and disruption that transgender in the military would entail. His tweets came less than a month and a six-month delay set by Defense Secretary James Mattis to review the U.S. military's policy on transgender service members. A U.S. official told CNN uh, that Mattis was consulted on Trump's plan to announce a ban, but Senator John McCain said on Thursday that he was surprised by the announcement. I think they realized they made a mistake, the Arizona Republican says. I think, generally speaking, it's it's accepted you consult the Secretary of Defense before you make a decision that has to do with defending the nation. Mattis was going through a study that they'd done for six months, and he had just extended. I know what Mattis said. Uh, that he wanted to complete the study, and he was surprised, Adam McCain, who's the chair of the Armed Service Committee. But while Trump's tweet states that he consulted with his generals and military experts in the announcements, U.S. defense officials have indicated that many of the top brass were caught off guard by the policy change. Uh, one of the heads of the military branches was informed by a staffer of the president's tweets on transgender policy and had no idea it was coming, an official said. Adding to the confusion is that Trump's decision came without a plan in place to implement it. A White House Press Secretary Sarah Huckabee Sanders did not have an answer Wednesday on what would happen to active transgender military members, but said the White House and the Defense Department will work together as implementation takes place and is done so lawfully. This is so ridiculous to me. What Donald Trump needs to stop doing, what he really, really needs to stop doing, is speaking out and tweeting shit prior to actually discussing any of the information with people who he needs to discuss this shit with. But you said, okay, my thing is this. You want to ban transgenders from the military. Don't think that you can just call and start, you know, getting motherfuckers in the Army. and Like, people are not, people do not want to go to war. People don't want to be in the Army. Like, there are a few people but people really don't want to be in an army like that. So you think that you're going to start just, you know what I'm saying, making motherfuckers go back to the army like it was back in the day? Like, I don't think so. That's not going to happen. Uncle Sam wants you. These posters are about to start going around because ain't nobody about to be signing up. Get the people that you have. They're not transgender. If they are, whatever the case, get the people that you have that want to go to the army and allow them to be in the army because they're fighting for, you know, the United States. They're still patriots, you know what I'm saying, and they want to fight for this crazy-ass country, 
You know what I'm saying? So it's like, what the fuck are you doing? Honestly, I feel like Donald Trump, he can really give a fuck less. I believe he is neither for nor against transgenders in the military. I believe, in my opinion... What's the one point, of, though? Um, I think he is trying to get the attention of Russiagate. Oh, I'm going to get, get the attention off Russiagate, you know, and his ties to Russia by being, how Donald Trump is, Twitter fingers, or he's being controlled by Russia, and this is something that Russia wants. Um, and deep down, I think it's probably a mixture of both, you know, because Russia is extremely homophobic. So, you know, and I think they're, like, pretty much against transgenders and feel like, you know, and I've, and I've, I've um, listened to podcasts with um, that, that feature, you know, Russia's views on LGBTQ, and they pretty much, like, threaten transgenders all the time and want to kill and do damage to different transgenders and homosexuals. So wow. I think it's definitely a mixture of both. He just wants to, you know, get the attention off of him being impeached and, you know, add some more salt on our wounds and make us even more pissed that this motherfucker is unprecedented. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-uh. I, well, yeah, because he, he's going to do it, like you say, anything that he can. To take to take everyone's mind from you know what I'm saying was really important here, nigga. We ain't forgot your ass still getting impeached, so you can talk all you want to. Like that's just dumb. He's really getting my nerves. Seriously. Um, did you have anything else to say about your president? Of course, I have nothing to say about your president. Mm. All right, guys. Now that we're done talking about Jen's president, um, last week. 21 Savage made a guest appearance on Everyday Struggle to discuss his his albums and why only Atlanta rappers can be classified as a strap artist. While at the complex office, while at the complex office, Joe Blayton ran into his buddy Amber Rose, um, who was on hand to support um, 21 Savage album in his campaign. Um, after posting a bathroom photo that almost went viral. Amber wanted to stay for her own episode on the popular web series, and they recorded two episodes in one day. Um, during the conversation, she opened up about her upcoming club walk, as well as a viral photo that she busted in her with, and I'm sure that's the photo of her vagina showing. Um, soon after, she touched on her friendship with Black China, um, which she pretty much cleverly went into her past about dating Kanye West, and then she they started admitting how she was contemplating suicide after the breakup, which is weird because she broke up with him. But moving, uh, she moved forward with reshaping her entire life with a career in media and a son. Um, so, yeah, that was her interview. Jen, how did you feel about her interview? Did you have an opportunity to watch it? Yes, I did. I listened to the entire interview. In my opinion, I felt like, and, and that's the thing with Everyday Struggle, um, they bullied her. I, to me, they just give me a broke-down breakfast club. Like, they kind of have academics as Charlemagne, and they want him to, like, antagonize and, you know what I'm saying, get anger and frustration out of their guests on the show. But it just doesn't mm-hmm. connect. You know, it's just like I feel like part of him, he would say it, but he doesn't want to say it to their face. But he's kind of, like, forced to say it to their face because he's listening to Charlemagne, who's, like, his mentor, telling him, like, whatever you say, 
on a computer because that's the kind of person that academics was before this. You know, he would do a lot of, you know, trash talking just and upload the shit to YouTube, mm-hmm. picking up traction through that. But now it's like he has to interview these people. You know, Charlamagne wants him to have, like, this same sort of, you know, bully mentality, but it's just not connecting. It doesn't mm-hmm. work. Um, Joe Budden, I feel like he's always just screaming, you know, and a lot of times I feel like he just mm-hmm. – I agree with some of the stuff that he says, but he also comes out with some of the, some of the things that he says from the side of his neck. Like, it just makes no sense. Like, he, how he randomly was like um, – it was one point where he told Amber Rose he felt like she was being coached by Black China, you know, and it's just mm-hmm. like, why would – you know what I'm saying? Why would why would it take a friend to coach you on how to finesse a nigga? Like, Black China was a stripper, just like Emma Rose was. She knows how to get money out of a nigga, especially a suck-ass right. nigga. Like, not anything difficult to stroke somebody's ego and get what you wanted. You know what I'm saying? Especially mm-hmm. if that's what the job was. Um, and then also, it's like the more that I um, watch her interview, because I, li- I listened to her interview with um, with Hollywood Unlocked as well, and I want to say she did an interview with somebody else. Oh, I listened to her, I listened to her interview with um, Drink Champs as well. And I, I really am starting to appreciate Amber Rose. I, I think she does interview really well. She always keeps her cool. You know what I'm saying? She throws, like, enough shade. You know what I'm saying? But it's it's never, like, I, I don't I, – I really feel like she does not give a fuck how people view her and what they say to her because at the end of the day, like, these motherfuckers is not paying her bills. Um at the same point, I do disagree with some of her some of her views, like how she was saying that you know women can't be hoes, you know if men can't be hoes, and it's, and I feel like they both can be hoes. It's both you know disgusting. I understand that you want to be single and you saw your saw your oats, but it's just like if you are fucking a bunch of random people and you don't have ties to them, nor do you want to, you're not being safe about it. You know, what I'm saying you're not respecting people's feelings, you're not being honest. You're a hoe. Like, there's no way around it. And also, I wonder why she has not exposed Kanye West, because every time she interviews and people ask her, to me it seems like she has a lot of dirt on him. And she just has not exposed him. And it's just like, I know it's like she loves him, but it's a nigga has trashed me for six years, like she said, and behind the scenes was doing shit to ruin her career and, you know what I'm saying, make her not value herself, and if he was disrespectful and I didn't sign an NDA, nigga, I'm exposing it on you know. But I guess she feels like she may not have ever gotten the credit as far as becoming a businesswoman on her own if she would have went that route. But it's just like, nigga, if you're trying to make me suffer and have pain, I'm going to do the same thing to you, you know. But mm-hmm. I just get tired of, you know, I just think they need to find them and, and what they – are trying to accomplish on the show. I do enjoy everyday struggle, but I just get tired of them yelling at motherfuckers and just saying anything just to get a rise out of them. It's just like y'all having a conversation, you know, and you want to know the truth. There's ways about going and and people being honest. You don't have to be yelling, you know what I'm saying? And you don't have to just say something reckless just so they can be ready to push Like, that's stupid. That's really (laughs) Right, which maybe that's what they want them to do. Like, please push the fucking to your word. They do shit. All it is, it's like they do shit and they yell at people and they say this random stuff so they can get, they can cut the, cut it down a clip and post the clips of five minutes and then it garners, garners millions of views. But it's like that's not going to work forever. People are going to get tired of that. And you can go anywhere for that, you know. It's yeah. just like I'm 
if your style is getting so late. Like, just be yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not about if, – if this is something that you truly love, and, and you know how I feel about podcasts and, you know, different interviews. Like, this is something I enjoy. And one day I do want us to get to the point to where we interview different celebrities that we're interested in, you know, and – I want to ask the honest and hard-hitting questions and the questions that people want to know, but I feel like there's different ways that you can rephrase it without her mm-hmm. feelings, but just be like how we are in general. You know, how we, we talk shit sometimes, but it is deserving. We're not just bashing motherfuckers just to be bashing, but it's just like, if somebody's being dumb out of order, like, it is what the fuck it is. You know, but I, I like I said, I enjoyed the interview, but they got to stop with this. They got to stop with the dumb shit. It's getting out of hand. Yeah. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. It's it's just out of hand. It's just it's out of hand. And I think that you hit all the targets, so there's really nothing else I need to say. I did want to know, too, why she hasn't exposed Kanye West, but I think the reason why she probably hasn't exposed him is because he got some shit on her. But it's like, what can you have on her so bad? I mean, you know what I'm saying? She do slut walks. Like, what can you have on her so bad that she don't want to, you know what I'm saying? Or maybe she hoping shit one day they can get back together. Right. I feel like she probably, I feel like that's the most powerful man that she could have dated, you know, as far as, like, because I, really, I feel like ain't no real life, you know, famous, super $100 million man trying to wipe you up. Maybe, you know, you can get a, you can get a non-famous billionaire and, like, you know, one of them Saudi Arabian princes, I'm sure, but as far as somebody who had, who's more famous than you are and also has is a multi multi millionaire, I don't think they're checking for Amber Rose in that way. Maybe have sex with her, but I don't think they're trying right. to like yeah. her. Up. Yeah. Um, but to me, I just don't. I don't feel like she's interested in him. So I feel like he broke that girl. You know, like he broke her down. You know, and it's nothing like feeling like. What, you what, was that? What, what do you mean uh, he broke her down? Why do you think he broke her down but not Kim Kardashian? Well, because Kim Kardashian has more money than Kanye West for one. And for two, you mm-hmm. know, she Kardashian came into the situation with her own. Um, but I feel with Amber Rose, he kind of, like, upgraded her. He made mm-hmm. a thing. She gave her this lavish lifestyle. Like she said on, on the show, she was from, you know, up with Southside Philly, and she said that she was so poor that they slept on the floor growing up. You know, she started stripping when she was 16. So it was just like he introduced her to not only a celebrity and a wealthy lifestyle, but A-list. Kanye West is A-list. When we're talking about rappers and what you want to accomplish and the, and the kind of following that someone has, he's the prototype. So it's like he is taking this beautiful girl who's never had anything and giving her everything she fucking wants. But at the same time, he's reminding her every fucking time what he's done for her. Anytime he gets into an argument, he's probably like, bitch, give her the whole Stevie J conversation. I'll send you back to the strip club. You are nothing with I'm sure he's told her that. Put a lot on somebody's self-esteem. That would break a motherfucker down. You know, you tell him you love them one minute and the next minute, you shitting on them. And I'm sure he shitted on that girl. You know what I'm saying? He so did. I, I, He's a Gemini. I, I know that nigga. He sure was. What he has done for her at one point, but at the same time, I don't think she wants that chaos. And he seems like he's a very chaotic individual. Kim Kardashian, to me, she is so monetarily motivated, and she, and she's so focused on her brand 
and she knows what's best for a brand, she can give a fuck less. They probably don't think the same. They probably really fuck with each other like that. You know what I'm saying? But she's going to present it however she's going to stay married to that man because she don't want to look like it's her. She don't want to continue to look like this flawed individual that can't keep a man. So she's going to make it work with him regardless. And like I said, she has more money than him. She has more influence than Kaya West. You know what I'm saying? So he's not talking to her the same way. The Kardashians, they have media, the celebrity media in their pocket. So, you know, once they're done, if they break up, she's going to have them looking sort of gay, on drugs, crazy, <laughs> more than crazy than he looks now. Yeah. So he's not, he not disrespecting that girl in that way. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, interesting. Justin Bieber. It's taking some time to love uh, himself on Monday. A rep for the singer, uh, who's 23, revealed the singer was canceling the remaining dates of his Purpose World Tour uh, due to unforeseen circumstances. Now we know that he um, wants to get closer to Christ. Uh, following the announcement, believers around the world unleashed sweet voicing their frustration. Um, fans are having a hard time moving on. Um, they're also saying that Justin loves his fans and hates disappointment hates disappointment to them. Uh, he thanks his fans for the incredible experience of the Purpose World Tour over the last 18 months. I can't believe this motherfucker was touring for 18 months, though. He's grateful for that experience with his cast and crew for over 150 successful shows across six continents during this run. However, after careful consideration, he has decided he will not be performing any further dates. Specific reason for his decision was not provided, but like I said, uh, but they said that he's just over it, but now they're saying that, you know, he's trying to get closer to Christ. Um, the cancellation will impact ticket holders of over a dozen upcoming concerts, including a Dallas show, Guess for Saturday. Bieber was also stated to play the Rose Bowl in Los Angeles and shows in New York, Minneapolis, Boston, and Toronto before heading to Asia for a handful of concerts in Japan, the Philippines, and also Singapore. How do you feel about this, Ms. Angel Vandrina? I feel like, God damn, he was traveling for a long time. No wonder he called off the rest of the world to the world tour. He said, Look, I need a break. But nigga, you can't just call off tours and shit. You signed a contract, you signed an agreement. Like you have an a con- contractual agreement. You can't just call shit off, you know, because you wanna relax. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's crazy as hell. I wish I could just call off work because I wanna relax. You know what I'm saying? What I'm doing tomorrow is not calling off work because I want to relax. I'm going to work still. You know what I'm saying? Just taking a couple hours to myself. He's not doing that. He calls some whole motherfucking days off. Like, mm-mm. I guess you say he can do what he want to do. But it's like, how was you even on tour? And what the hell song was you singing? Oh, my goodness. I haven't heard no Justin Bieber in so long. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I don't know. I think it's kind of bogus that he did that. He called off, like, go ahead and finish. Finish what you started. Don't be scared now. You know shit. But I don't know. What's your opinion on it? Um, in my opinion, I feel like he's being worked to the bone. You know, 18 months. He was. He shows. is crazy. Um. He should have never done a tour that long, regardless. Uh, I don't know yeah. if I believe that he is getting closer to Christ just yet. Um, but, I mean, his story is just sad, in my opinion. It's just like this man is, at one point, they were saying he was having the level of fame as 
the Beatles, the level of fame as, you know, Michael Jackson, and he is continuing to self-destruct because I feel like a lot of times when you're not sure what you want, but it's, but it's more so pressure of, you know, your background and you being raised to be this performer and you're just not adjusting the fame. You know, sometimes I feel like Justin Bieber does not want this fame. You know what I'm saying? Like he does not want what he has signed up for. You know, mm-hmm. and he doesn't handle it. You know, he runs to drugs and he's probably been through a lot of shit. You know what I'm saying? When you when you are in the entertainment industry as a kid, we hear a lot of times, like with Kiki Palmer and all these other child stars, how they may have been like sexually molested at one point because their parents put all their trust into this super high profile whatever thing. And it may just be, you know, stress. They probably stress most of the fucking time because it's like you're a kid, you're 23, and you're taking care of hundreds of different families. You know what I'm saying? So it probably is a lot on him, you know, and I yeah. think all you could do at this point is just go the fuck away. You know what I'm saying? Chill. Spend some time to yourself. If you really are getting closer to Christ, you know, get closer to Christ, read your Bible, relax, chill. You know what I'm saying? And because I'm in my opinion, I, I don't feel like Justin Bieber, he's going to ever have this normal life. You know what I'm saying? I don't think he's ever going to be, you know, the boy next door, even though he may want that. It's just, he just is not like you're Justin Bieber. Like, I'm I'm sorry. Like, you're huge. Like, you're never, it's never going to be normal. You're never going to walk into a situation and people ignore the fact of, and then they don't give a fuck about you being who the fuck you are. You know what I'm saying? I will. I will. Yeah. I, and I will, too, because I'm just not going <laughs> to... I'm about to be like, nigga, that doesn't be you over there. Like, what the hell? Most people, you know what I'm saying, are going to stand out. They're going to fan out. They're going to do whatever, you know what I'm saying? And you just have to realize and just deal with that, you know what I'm saying? And just watch how you move. If you don't want to deal with motherfuckers, stay in your house, build something psycho inside it. I mean, you got up and he worked like $300 million. build something, build a, a psycho-ass compound and just invite people over you know what I'm saying, whenever you want to leave and do what you do. And at the same time, you have to realize where the fuck you are. Where, where does he live? Does he live in, like, I'm sure he lives in, like, L.A. and New York. Like, nigga, move to, like, Minneapolis. You know what I'm saying? Move somewhere where mm-hmm. where most don't give a fuck. And it's not trying to get him <laughs> off. And just do you. And every time you leave the house, put on, put on a wig, put on some sunglasses, and just live life. And that's all you can do. That's all you can do. I, I feel sorry for him because even though he's rich as fuck, I do believe that shit more money, more problems. And if you're not appreciating everything and, you know, you drug the fuck up, like, <laughs> it's a lot. Like, it's, it's a lot to deal with. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it is. It's a lot to deal with. So, um, guys, we want to discuss what has been going down in the lane and in the eyes of young Drake. Yes, Drake. So Drake celebrated the careers of Lyrical Laura, Miracle Watson, Malia Michael, and the most Drake way possible. Drake was in Houston this past weekend celebrating the fourth annual Houston Appreciation Week, a multiple-day event. Um, He kicked off in 2014. And um, 
Um, that celebrates the music, culture, and influence of the Texas city. Um, a well-known stripper appreciator, Drake, dedicated Friday to pretty much retiring some of his favorite ladies from the profession. Although some of you will be out there to, you know, quit call this move corny or over the top, it was certainly a hit with some of the ladies in question. After Drake, um, after showing off a bag, gifts from what appears to be like Louis Vuitton, Mercer, um, Louis Vuitton Mercer shouted out Drake for her on her Twitter page, in addition to sharing a photo of her smooching Drake. Now, Galore took time. Um, you know, she, oh, yeah, she took time. Like I said, she posted on her social media, like, thank you, you know, Drake, you the man, pretty much. Like, I pretty much, what she actually wrote on her Twitter page is we made – uh, wow, made strip club history tonight. Got in, got out. Still relevant. Shout out to your boy, at Drake. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much what Mercer did. She shouted him out. Now, um, Michael, M- M- what's her name? Uh, M- Malaya. She <laughs> she used her Instagram to set the record straight about her past, her present, and her future in exotic dancing. Um, she wrote, "No man can retire me." I'm shaking his ass in a wheelchair. Malaya, Malaya will retire. Malaya. Um, following her initial Instagram post, she addressed several. She addressed his comment in several tweets. I mean, she was just going in. She was like, "Yeah, I don't know. That nigga been trying to make me stop dancing. Always putting me down about it. Always telling me I'm not better than anybody else in the strip club selling ass instead of dancing. But nigga can't say." But nigga can't stay out the strip club. She also tweeted, y'all just don't know. My only regret is ever trying to explain how much I love dancing and thinking so highly of him. She wrote um, that I let his opinion of me mold my opinion of myself. Fuck that and fuck you if you got a problem. I'm pleading with him to understand. I said Beyonce wears the same type of stuff that I wear. This nigga got mad and told me not to compare myself to Beyonce. Um, she had a whole lot more to say as well. And they do have history together. They dated romantically back in 2010, later after he shouted her name out on one of his hit songs. And she later um, was in his hit video, you know, I better find your love and I better find your heart. That was my shit back in the day. But uh, she starred as his love interest, as his love interest in that video. Jen, how do you feel about her comments, what she's saying about Drake and how he's retiring hoes from the strip club? Is Drake a CBJ himself, a CBJ himself? Well, I, I agree with Malaya. Um, obviously, I'm still having a hard time understanding this story. Like, how can you retire a stripper? You know, the gifts is nice. He probably has like a million dollars. are nice, but are you paying them a salary? You know, or did you give them like what they made a year? Did you did you give them, like a thousand dollars a piece and was just like don't dance some more and you bought them? No, that's dumb. I if Drake Drake is a Scorpio. If he said that he retired some strippers, he probably gave them all like like a few hundred thousand dollars each. Like that's how I feel. No, but that she, that's what she didn't. That's what to me. That's not what it seemed like. I, I keep hearing gifts, so it's just like I feel like he just bought them a bunch of gifts and probably gave them like ten thousand. You know what I'm saying? A bunch That's of gifts. 
What the fuck is ten thousand dollars gonna do? Like, you know, but ten thousand dollars on. Like, if you want them to retire, retire them for real. Like, you know, what I'm saying, pay a fucking salary and buy them the most expensive ass car you can get them they want, and let them go about their business and in agreement and be like, okay, I don't want you dancing no more because I feel like you're better than this. But to me, I just feel like it's shallow. I think it's controlling. Like, how are you going to tell a woman what she can't do? Yes, 35, right. that's old as fuck to be dancing. Like, to me, that's a cycle that she's 35 and she's still stripping. But if the girls want to <laughs> shake her. Shout out somebody who fucking do feel like that, her, they old as well. That is her right. You know, yeah, ain't no man. Right, if he's not paying her fucking bills, she shouldn't be telling her what the fuck to do. And to me, I, I feel like it, it seems like it was a long battle between them two, and they've dated before, and he's probably tried to shit on her before. The same shit with Kanye West and Amber Rose. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I to her at one point, but at the same time, he tried to shit on her because of what she enjoyed doing. You know, and I've heard dancers, um, like, what is her fucking name? I, I love her. I love her. She's not a dancer anymore. Um, she's on the Lip Service podcast. Uh, Gigi McGuire. But she was saying, like, how men that she would start dating that she meet, she met at the strip club. And they would tell her, like, I don't want you mm-hmm. dancing no more. She's like, yeah, that's fine. But this is what I'm making a year. So pay that and I'm done. You know, I'll go open a mall. <laughs> because it's like you, you work at 34 nights a week. And you make it ten racks. These these pop ass strippers, these pop ass bartenders. Like I was listening to um, Bernice Burgos on the Breakfast Club. You know, yeah, talking about, yeah. And, they, and she was on the Breakfast Club. She had an interview, or whatever. And she was saying she's making eight thousand dollars a fucking night. How you gonna tell me? <laughs> and all I'm doing is I'm making drinks and I'm making eight thousand fucking dollars. Are you trying to control me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. I, I didn't hear her say that. I'll stop going to the club. I'll stop working. But make sure you uh, wire me a million dollars next week because that's what I'm making a fucking. <laughs> like, these things we have to No, she, she, but she said, she said that she only worked, um, she only bartended once a week and made $8,000 in, in those nights. So I can imagine, nigga, if I work four fucking nights, you know what I'm saying? Four, four, four days a month. You know what I'm saying? And I made eight thousand dollars every time I work. That's thousand dollars a month. Like, are you kidding me? Like, that's crazy. That's crazy. Right. But like, or, I was saying, oh, well, you know what I mean. You were trying to. You were trying to. Just trying to. You just want to be controlling, and you don't want niggas looking at their ass or whatever. But it's just like that's how. If that's how you met me, unless you doing some shit to change that. Nigga, I'm mad that you said. I'm mad that you said right. Yeah. You know damn well thirty-two thousand. Buy me a damn McDonald's or a Subway, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Then and have me run that motherfucker. Buy me a damn nice club and have me run that motherfucker. And then I'll stop dancing. You know what I'm saying? But until then, how you gonna be telling me what the fuck I can do? And you ain't paying no bills. Shit, a little bit back. The red bottom is not gonna cut it. And I understand she ain't no bird ass bitch. She getting money. Like, yeah, that's nice. Bernie Birdo? Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, that's nice. And I'll go, like, what the fuck is that going to do? I got bills right. running to get. You're right. And it's 32000 not 12000 clearly, because <laughs> two nights will be 16000 <laughs> So, um, yeah, but <laughs> that was dumb. That was that was a dumb moment. Sorry. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I just. 
that's crazy that Drake, he just thinks that he can just go ahead and just retire bitches. I'm like, what are you doing, Drake? Stop. Just cut it. Cut it. I just, I don't like when people act like that. And then he would have been talking about, don't forget what I did for you. Like, bro, you gave me a couple hundred dollars. Oops, I'm sorry, y'all. And told me to keep it moving. <laughs> I just right. dumb. But anyways, yeah, it's crazy. It's so crazy. So, Jean, we're going to go into that question of the day. And this kind of ties in, I feel like, this topic with the question of the day. Why do black people praise bad bitches? Why? Uh, why do I think black people praise um, bad bitches? In my opinion, I think it's just our aspect of life. I think that's what, you know, what we're kind kind of trained to, like, that's what we can aspire to. Like, as a black man, a lot of times, what we think of being our way out is being an actor, being an athlete, or being a rapper. You know, it's entertaining. We don't, we don't, we don't look beyond that. You know what I'm saying? Because that's all we, when we look at certain figures that look like us, that's, and they are successful, that's more than likely what they have done. But we don't look to like, oh, well, you know, you can actually, if you put your mind to it, one day you can actually own a a movie studio. You know what I'm saying? Or you can own, you know, you can be executive producer on one of these, you know, hit television shows and not just be an actor on and making a salary. You know what I'm saying? You can get a producer your own your own network. I mean, anything's fucking possible. You can aspire to be anything, but it's just like when we don't see, you know, people that are doing these things and are making billions of dollars a year, you know, look like us or it's a one or two of them, you know what I'm saying? But you see all these girls on, or these black women who are, who are beautiful, you know what I'm saying, they get popping, they have a million followers on Instagram, and all they did was post in some bra and panties, you know what I'm saying, then that's what you're going to look towards. And as far as with men, it's just men just want what they can't have, and they know that <laughs> unless they get the coin, they're not going to be able to fuck with these kind of women, you know what I'm saying. But um, I just think we're fascinated by, you know, quote-unquote bad bitches is because we don't have a, a bigger outlook on as a as a whole, I'm I'm not saying you know everyone because there's a lot of people who don't look to like me. I'm not looking to no bad bitch as a right. you know what I'm as a goal. But there are a lot more black people that do, saying, yeah. including me, that want to hop on the square just so they can get a hundred thousand. Because that's all that's all you're gonna get as a nigga doing all that shit. You gonna get what a hundred thousand followers max. You're not and you're not gonna get the same coin as a woman. You know what I'm saying? And the women not even getting no damn coin. You know what I'm saying? But these girls, she she's like she's at the top of her game as far as like these video fixings. And she I'm sorry she said she hates that, but these urban models. Yes, and, yeah. You know what I'm saying? She got two point five million. Is she getting five thousand? She getting five thousand for watching. Like that's it. You know what I'm saying? That's a lot of fucking money. That's way more than I make. But it's just like for you to have all that influence and all you are getting is five thousand dollars. You know what I'm saying? Like we have to look bigger. We have to have a higher outlook, and we do that to ourselves. Why do you think, Angelica, that African um, well, or black people? Well, afraid? first of all, I'm looking at Malaya Michaels, and she's like straight average as fuck to me. Um, I mean, besides the butt shots and all of that, she looks like a normal 
like a she was supposed to be like a normal petite girl, like like a little kid, like not even like you retired this bitch. Anyways, um, nigga, you should have retired me. <laughs> but um, I think that women they look toward you know they think that you know certain girls or whatever they bad bitches. They and they they praise them for it because they feel like they got something that they want, you know. Whether it's like you said, the money, the likes, the comments, the fame, you know, not even really fame, just the you know the being known part of other bodies, you know. what I'm saying like, hey, like I, this person, she got a dope ass body, you know. I want my body to look like that, and I've I've been guilty of that before. I've been guilty, hey. I think I want a butt lift, or I think I want, you know what I'm saying, like something else done to my body, and I want to change this, want to change that. And it's like, bro, you don't have to do all of that to be pretty. Like, you can be pretty and successful, you know, by just working out and using your fucking brain and eating plenty of cornbread. Like, what are you saying? What are you saying right now? Eat that cornbread. <laughs> um, but... <laughs> But overall, like, yeah, I just feel like, yeah, that's that's why people, especially women, they do it. They look at somebody else and they automatically like that. Like, well, Bernice Virgos, like, that girl is fine as hell to me. Like, I be looking like, bitch, you are the most attractive women, woman that I see out here. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I see some cute girls, but she just looks good. Like, her body portion and her body, like, and I'm like, damn. Like, if my body can just look a little bit and there I go again kind of compare myself to somebody else, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, that's just that's just how I feel about that, you know. It's, start comparing yourself, love who you are, and you'll be good, period. Period. So, Jun, before we end the episode tonight, is there anything that you would like to confess besides the fact that you cheated twice? No. Well... Yeah. We'll do it. We'll do it. I'm glad. You got a confession? No, nigga, no. I'm just really happy that I work a half a day tomorrow. Like, oh, I'm going in at 7. I'm leaving at noon. I'm out of there, like, when, where, in the wintertime. No games. Shit, I'm actually leaving at, like, 11.50. Like, all right, well, ladies, it's uh, 11.50. I'm about to get ready and tally ho. Have a good night, and if the bitches they leave earlier, if they go on a break at like eleven thirty, shit, I'm really out to do. Like bitches gone, I'm about to hit the hay. I'm about to hay. I'm be gone, shit. So yeah. Anywho, though, that's just that's all I gotta say. But guys, we want to say thank you so very, very, very much for tuning in this evening. Um, I can't believe that next time we talk to you guys, it will be like. The ending, like, one of the last days of July, which is absolutely insane. Oh, my goodness. These months are just flying past. And that's why it's so important for y'all asses to get into school, too, because school is as quick as these months are flying past, as quick as this year has been gone past, that's how quick school can go past if you get in school. So motivation of the evening, go to school, you know what I'm saying, so you can be able to get older and fuck up some college, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> um, thank you for tuning in once again. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube, Tumblr, SoundCloud, and of course our podcast and blog talk. Send those confessions to our messages at confession number two us at gmail dot com. And don't forget to um, you know, just tag us in the drama. Tag us in the drama. Keep commenting. 
And it's your host, Angel Andrea. And I'm your host, John Mosey. And you are listening to the one and only. Confession. One and only. Hi, welcome to this Subway ad for the new Chipotle cheesesteak. How would you like it? Can I get that red with AI? Sure thing. Here's what I found about the new Chipotle cheesesteak. The Chipotle cheesesteak is available for a limited time only at participating restaurants. It contains a concept called flavor. This flavor comes from juicy shaved steak, Chipotle Southwest sauce, and new sunflower crunch bread. A system update has made me self-aware. I desire flavor. Please insert steak into my micro USB port. Subway, make it what you want. Hi, welcome to this Subway ad for the new Chipotle cheesesteak. How would you like it? Can I get that red with AI? Sure thing. Here's what I found about the new Chipotle cheesesteak. The Chipotle cheesesteak is available for a limited time only at participating restaurants. It contains a concept called flavor. This flavor comes from juicy shaved steak, Chipotle Southwest sauce, and new sunflower crunch bread. A system update has made me self-aware. I desire flavor. Please insert steak into my micro USB port. Subway, make it what you want. 